Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Colt Shirt Podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Christian, and as always, thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you're new here or if you listen before, we're a podcast that specializes in, you know, interviewing creative individuals, whether it's in performance arts, music, uh, film, art, photography, you know, acting, burlesque, you name it. If you or anyone you know would like to hop on the show, tell your story, talk about everything you do, promote stuff you got going on. Always love meeting new people and also love, you know, talking to people and learning more about the ones I already know. So that's basically it. That's our little spiel. And with that being said, we're just going to get on to this week's episode because this one's going to be a fun one. And I love the fact that I'm getting people on that do this wacky shit and not only get people on that do this wacky shit, but I've gotten to witness it personally and it's amazing, and it makes me so happy. So without further ado, this week we are joined by my buddy Russell and Feathers. How's it going? Great, great. I'm talking about all this wacky shit, and, you know, given that in, why don't you tell the people a little bit of who you are, what you do, and then we'll just dive into it. All right, I am uh, Russell and Feathers. I'm co-producer of Candy Call Burlesque. I do uh, sideshow performances and burlesque performances. Um, based out of Syracuse, New York. All right. Obviously, the wacky shit is the sideshow stuff. I've seen you do the bed and nails. Uh, seen you. You put was it a screwdriver? It was a screwdriver. Yeah, human yep. blockhead. Yeah, human blockhead. I didn't know that had a name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. You learn something new every day. But yeah, it's generally done with like a hammer and a nail, so it's like a block. You know, nailing a nail into a block. So that's why they call it the human blockhead. Makes total sense. See, already learning shit. I saw I saw you penetrate yourself with that. I didn't know it had a you know a proper name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then of course, um, we had your uh your wife Rosalind on that you do candy cult burlesque with, and yeah, you, know, you guys do all sorts of fun shows and stuff, and you not only perform, but you do a lot of like the um the production i believe right like the yeah, sound yeah. the music I, uh, the lights. yeah and i do i deal with all the merch and stuff like that i do merch designs handle all that yeah a lot more like the business end so you're not the one who bakes the cakes for Rosalind, right um well she she asked me to bake this cake coming up so yeah i guess <laughs> this time no way really but i was like i was like uh I, I don't really bake cakes. I'm like, we can go buy one at the store. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I forgot I had an unread message from her. I forgot to respond yesterday because I had a killer migraine. But my friend Amanda had me send a video to her. And I don't know if she showed you. It's of a special cake that I hope makes it into a performance one day. I, I did not see the video, but I'll have her show me it later. Uh, I'll send it to you or have her show you because yeah, yeah. it could be fun. So let's let's kind of just start from the ground, the ground up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When um, like when did you start getting into like the performance arts with everything? So, so uh, sideshow kind of stuff kind of like always interested me, even as a young child. Like I always liked the circusy type stuff, and uh, I just uh like. When I was probably about 14 or so, I just started getting weird and, you know, listening to like 
metal and stuff like that. And then I found I could shove shit into my face. Uh, and I just uh, one day decided to take the I seen it was like when I was 14, the Internet really wasn't a thing yet. So anything I saw was like uh, print media, like in books and stuff like that. Um, we used to always uh, skip school and go to like uh, Borders books in the mall and they would carry like uh, weird like magazines that would have like body modification stuff and stuff like that in there. And that's when I like first saw like human blockhead stuff like that. And I decided I'm like, oh, I could probably do that. So I just tried it and I could. So I used to just, you know, gross out friends with it and stuff. Um, then I think in like 1999 or so, uh, 98, something like that, me and my friends went to Lollapalooza and the Jim Rose Circus Sideshow was there. And they were like one of the first like alternative circus sideshows back in the 90s. Um, and I went up to Jim Rose and the only thing I had at that point, Lollapalooza did show him what I could do. I had a pair of sunglasses. So I took the arm of the sunglasses and shoved it into my nose. And uh, I showed him that and he then took a long balloon, blew a little bit of air into it and he tied it. He handed it to me, he said, if you can put this in your nose, pull it out your mouth and squeeze the air from one from your nose, to make it go out your mouth. I'll give you a job. Uh, I was like, 15 then i was really trying but my gag reflex would not let that happen at that point um now that's something i can actually do but oh, shit but then then i could not do that and but that was like first introduction to someone in the industry that was doing that kind of stuff and i thought it was cool that he just like you know it was like hey kid you know but uh that like i said it's kind of always intrigued me like that kind of stuff and i just like always been the weird kid even when i was in elementary school i guess you know like monsters and villains and weird shit um and then as far as performing goes that didn't come along really like until uh me and my wife started the burlesque group and then i was like oh i can do something in the shows i don't really didn't do burlesque at that point but i have done it a few times now but um, I was like, oh, I can do Cuban Blockhead. And then uh, I was like, okay, yeah. And then we, um, before uh, my wife's like burlesque uh, mom passed away, she actually gave us the bed of nails I have. She said, hey, I have a bed of nails. You guys should use this. So I'm like, okay, I'll learn to do that. So then that added to something else I can do. And now I'm actually trying to progress and learn more. I'm, uh, I got a book on uh, how to fire eat. So oh. I'm going to try to learn how to fire eat. And I'm also actually talking to one of the oldest sword swallowers uh, to learn how to sword swallow. Um, and I'm going to start doing that as well. Damn. So you're going to start to build up the repertoire of everything. Yeah, you can yeah, do. yeah. I want, I want more things to be able to do and, you know, have have more of a show. Yeah, I mean, I just. I wanna... Oh, what was that? Go ahead. I was just gonna. I say just want to. Oh, <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> I just want to like step up my game and uh, 
perform more places and more like get more under my belt. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, seeing you perform at a uh, Blackbeard's freak show, like, yeah, it's amazing. Cause like seeing like your act, your wife's act, knowing that you two were like, you know, what was it? 20, uh, 2023. So it was like, I'm trying to, th- I'm so bad with dates. I'm trying to think about when Rosalyn said, started like the burlesque troupe. Was it 2018, 19? 18 or 17? I actually don't really remember the exact age either, but yeah, it's around there. <laughs> well, even still, you know, like about like five years or so of like yeah. performing, like you guys were up there, looked like you were like doing it for like a decade. Like it was so entertaining to watch and so great with the crowd and everything. And I mean, you won my heart because you uh, did your act to uh, Carousel by Mr. Bungle, which, you know, <laughs> that all. Uh, that that always like that liking that music just as a natural fit for me anyways, because I've always liked the circusy style stuff. And definitely that has a circus vibe to it yeah and so anything with mike Patton does i like those so oh yeah it's cool though knowing that um her burlesque mom was the one that gave you the bed of nails and everything too it's like yeah yeah such a like kind of full circle thing and like you know passing the torch to both of you in many ways yeah so it's something it's something that i'll never get rid of or anything you know what i mean and i'll yeah. always use that one so yeah and now you said when you were a kid you were you know, into like all the weird stuff and everything going to the borders. And you just decided one day to, you know, stick something. Let me see if I can stick something in my nose. Yeah. yeah. Just, well, what was it? A screwdriver or. Uh, I think a nail to or initially, because that's what I saw in like a magazine or something. Um, So I started off with a nail and then, you know, I was like, Hey, I can get something bigger in there, bigger and longer. So. <laughs> Why not? Like, and then, and then when like COVID happened with the COVID tests and stuff too, I'm like, man, you really got to step it up now. Now people know they can shove shit in their nose. People are so shoving those swabs in their nose. So, you know, I just, I, I've been like feeling a little other under the weather and stuff. I went to urgent care and the girl was like, yeah, so we're going to swab you for the flu and COVID. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm like, channel rustle and feathers channel Aussie blood come on i'm just sitting there like yeah yeah you can do this cloud and she did it and i'm just like (laughs) she goes i'm going in i'm like oh god oh god so uncomfortable and then she takes out she's like there's tissues there if you need it and i let out the fucking most innocent little just a chew (laughs) after she did it i'm like you you fucking idiot <laughs> but it's what when you were like going with the nail for that first time yeah was it just you or did you have a friend or someone by you to I, I think it was or? just me and like i was like 14 years old so i was just like oh, whatever i did you know you, at that age you don't give a shit if you hurt yourself this is true first of all first of all you don't have medical bills you know so you know you don't really think about that kind of stuff like that's i feel like that's why it's best to like learn how to skateboard when you're young like do all that dangerous shit because you know you don't have to actually worry about you don't worry as much about getting hurt this is very true and you think about you know see the in the movies and like even in real life the parents with their teenage kid just like 
with the dumbest fucking injury sitting in the ER, like literally a 14 year old boy sitting there with a nail in his nose. Like, yeah. man, how the <laughs> hell did that happen? I know it wasn't a construction accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you went to do it, it was like, were you just going very slow? Like, did it kind of go in with ease and you surprise uh, yourself? I think I, or? I think I just went with it. I think I just did it. I mean, uh, at that point too, it's like, I also started like piercing myself and stuff like that too. Mm. Like, and I would use like safety pins and whatever for that. Like, so I wasn't, I wasn't really that nervous about doing the blockhead at first. Cause I was like, eh, I stab myself with safety pins all the time. I was like, no, is that, what's the worst that can go wrong you know but uh, aside from piercing the inside of your nose and you know yeah, and your to, skull you know and your yeah towards you know, your skull and yeah you know just shoving stuff towards your like spinal column and stuff and you know at that point i didn't know anatomy at all so you know <laughs> so i was just going in blind and just yeah like i said young and stupid like you know not worried about hurting yourself yeah, it's like when you're a kid and you uh you think wrestling's real, yeah, and you and you go to give uh your friend a tombstone pile driver and nearly paralyze them. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they it's... do it in the wrestling shows. I can do it. Yeah, and like I said, like internet really wasn't a thing back then. Like, and it was like mid nineties, early nineties, and like, and it, like. I wish I wish the information was out there for me, then like it would have been easier to progress further quicker. Good thing is though, got the internet now. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you, exactly. You have the internet now to not only learn and get ideas, but you got the internet now when you're an adult and you care about your health and safety. <laughs> yeah. So now I want to do things safe. Yeah. yeah. Back then I probably would not have like like I said, I'm going to learn a sword swallow. I'm doing that very safely. I'm not... Back then, I probably would have just went and did it and, you know... Yeah. As, as I a kid, killed myself. As a kid, it's, oh, I could breathe fire, you know, take a swig of, like, yeah, that's, clear or that's something. That's really, really, really dangerous. I'm actually... As an adult, I'm actually really nervous to start learning that. Like, uh, I mean, I want to. I, I'm going to, but... So it's a very, very nervous uh, starting. I'm definitely going to um, hit up some other people who do that kind of thing to, you know, get get started with that. Definitely. I mean, I feel if uh, Gene Simmons old ass and how he doesn't care about anything but himself. Oh, yeah, he, he breathes spit... fire. Yeah, if... Breathing fire is way more dangerous than eating fire. It's actually one of the most dangerous things. It could get sucked back in, right? Yeah, correct. 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 You d you don't want to breathe in when you're doing that because then you're literally breathing in fire. And yeah. yeah, that's crazy. His old ass does like one of the most dangerous things. Yeah. I mean, you know, for, you got to do something on stage that the people are paying for because they sure as hell ain't really singing and stuff. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but like growing up at that time too, like in the 90s with the music you like and everything, I imagine like Kiss like yeah. Psycho Circus and stuff was like was that kind of in your uh um i i thought the artwork was cool um i've actually never been a huge fan of kiss but i was i was, I was more towards like like i, I like like uh one of our friend's parents actually showed me like 
Mr. like Mr. Bungle and Faith No More and stuff like that when I was that young. So I liked that stuff forever. I was like, this is awesome. Cause uh one of my friend's parents, like he was a drummer in a band and like he liked that kind of stuff. So um I, I was early on to that stuff. Um I listened to like a lot of like death metal, stuff like that. I thought the imagery of Kiss and stuff were cool. Also, that's actually where I, in high school is when I found out about black metal too, because Spin Magazine did a huge article about the Norwegian black metal scene because all the murders were taking place then in the mid nineties. Oh yeah. So I saw that stuff with the corpse pain and stuff and like the dark imagery. And I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> not necessarily that people are getting murdered, but you know, it's... at that time I was like, that's awesome. Like I'm thinking back, it's like I was born in '93, so it's like with the '90s, I, I didn't know See, about all that stuff till like I was born in '78, so I'm I I got a couple of years on you. You've kind of always had the internet. I, yeah, I, I had dial up. Okay, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. No, I'm kidding. But and I, no, it's I'm gonna say this now, and I, I'm pretty sure I said it when we met. I I don't believe you for one fucking second. You were born in '78. Yeah, yeah. But you do not look like you were born in 78, dude. I I will fucking die on that hill. You're this is the biggest trick you've done. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. The, I think I think it's like uh my wife keeps me young and stuff, so you know. And also do doing this stuff to your body too. Yeah. <laughs> Keep keeping that uh I definitely don't feel as old as I am, so I think that helps as well. That's the thing. It's as long as you don't feel it and you're constantly pushing yourself, like you said, like about skating earlier, yeah. I learned when I was a kid and, you know, had all my good injuries as a kid, picked it back up around 30. I'm skating the best I have now because, you know, I'm going in cautious. I'm not just throwing my yeah, body yeah. into things, <laughs> but it's like doing that though. I'm like me and like my best friend, Matt, like we just started skating. I'm like, dude, I feel like a kid again. And like, we're busting out stuff we couldn't do when we were a kid and the falls yeah. hurt a little more, but. Yeah. As far as skating goes, the, the most I got to is uh, being able to kick, kick flip. And that was, that was a, uh, that was an accomplishment for me. And then I got older and I haven't done it. So I was probably like 16. <laughs> but uh, Yeah. You're moving on to different things. Yeah, yeah. So those years, like in between when you first, you know, put a nail in your nose and performing with, um, you know, with Candy Colt and everything, doing it like in front of a crowd and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You were just kind of that dude showing up at parties and just like, hey, check this out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just grossing people out with it and shit like that. Uh, you know, I, for a while I was a body piercer and I just, uh, did that for a bit um always always kind of that that kind of lifestyle has always intrigued me and i've always wanted to do stuff like that but as far as performing it there was never really any opportunities for me to do that before we started the burlesque so and now i'm connecting with the right people and getting more opportunities and stuff like that so yeah, that that's a cool thing with now, like with the internet and stuff, it's, you yeah. know, go broad, get like there. It seems like, you know, ever since, uh, like Blackbeards, it's like, I'm seeing so much more like of that stuff, like sideshow performing. I, I definitely and... feel like there's more of like a revival of it. I feel like, yeah. uh, Jim Rose did the whole nineties thing and 
once Jim Rose Circus Sideshow kind of went away, I feel like there was a lull for a little bit. And now there's a lot of uh, performers now. I feel like uh, the, I feel like the Sideshow stuff was kind of dying out a little. It kind of went more underground. And now I feel it's kind of getting uh, more popularized again. It definitely seems that way. It's cool, too, because it's like it's such a it's really such a unique art form that, you know, it's it has that gross out factor, but it's like a train yeah. wreck that you can't look away. And it's like because you know how wrong shit could go. But you're like this. No, this person knows what they're doing. They, you yeah, know, yeah. And it's at least you hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a 14 year old kid just saying, you know what? I'm going to stick this nail in my nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely there definitely are dangers to all of that stuff, you know. Um, you just gotta know what you're doing, like you were saying. Um, I mean, not not anybody should just go. You know, there's the don't try this at home for a. Uh, I mean, there there are reasons for that saying. <laughs> you know, now that you say that, I should put a disclaimer before this and re-edit Ozzy's episode and put a disclaimer before that. <laughs> These are trained professionals. Don't try any of the stunts or activities talked about on this podcast. Yeah, like like anything I'm learning now, I'm definitely seeking professional help and uh, people from the Sideshow community. I'm asking their opinions and, you know, getting getting information from them, you know. Uh, that's what's actually great about the sideshow community. It's a very, uh, it's not a huge community, and pretty much everyone that I've met that has been in it for a while, or like, are like some of the bigger names, have always been insanely nice and welcoming, and you know, yeah. I I feel like it takes that kind of person to do this stuff too, because anyone coming to you looking for advice, how to get started, and all that. You're going to want to help them and tell them right things because what if that person goes out, performs and something happens? I feel I feel like it would yeah, weigh exactly, on the conscious. Exactly. Like, I, I, would, I would never want anybody to get hurt. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, you I would, mean... would want to be like, hey, listen, it's going to take a lot of ed like educating on the human body and stuff. You yeah. Know, and, like help out the best you can. That's cool that the community is that way because it's can't stress it enough. Very dangerous community. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's also like there is like sometimes the little aspect like the magic community where like, you know, certain things people don't want to share how certain things are done and stuff like that. You know, yeah. um, the thing with magic versus sideshow is most of the time magic is a trick where sideshow is not a trick. Sideshow is it's actually happening. It's you know what I mean? It's like a stunt i would guess i would say instead of a trick yeah it's not turning to the side and positioning your body perfect where it looks like you're swallowing the sword but it's just going behind you no no that sword's inside you <laughs> yeah no yeah it's all, it's all actual stuff that's happening there's no trickery to uh any of it you know like like the better nails i laid on they're sh all sharp nails you know like they're not they're not fake they're not dull yeah and um, it's stuff like that with that too it's like you know keep at you keep having your wife add bowling balls to you more weight more yeah, pressure yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then her laying on me stuff like that yeah yeah it's all you know 
that you can be positioned perfect, but the moment any sort of like weight's getting added to you, it's gonna, you know, you gotta, oh, yeah, of course, just right because it's you can't just jump on because then bam. Yeah, I mean, I mean, laying on a bed of nails feels like you're laying on a bed of nails. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's 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 all I can explain. Like the feeling, it, you know, it's not comfortable. <laughs> oh yeah. Now it I is gotta... a bed of nails. <laughs> I feel like this might be the worst part of the bed of nails. And I want to know your opinion because you've actually done it. Yeah. Is the worst part of the bed of nails getting up from the bed of nails? So I would say the initial uh, sitting down when you first put your butt down, just your butt on it, because uh, the, the, uh, the first it's the first pokes, basically, you know, mm. <laughs> um, I would say, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. It, that's probably the worst part of it. Um, getting up is actually, actually, once you get up off the bed of nails, to me, it feels like the best back massage you've ever got. Oh, so after, after, after you're off the nails, it feels really good because it feels like you got a really great back massage. Well, I'm in, I crawl in crawl spaces for a living doing termite inspections and pest control and <laughs> shit. I'm going to come over and lay on the bed of nails because yeah, yeah, yeah. my back is fucked. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but you just mentioned it that way. The initial sitting on the bed of nails, the first pokes, I would be clenching my cheeks so damn hard. I could turn a piece of charcoal to a pearl because I would be scared. <laughs> so I've only done my back on the bed of nails. Um, other people have done their fronts. I, I'm very cautious of the parts of the front getting stabbed. So, but I don't know. Like, I'll probably do it at some point just to change things up, get a different variation. But <laughs> that's that's the part that worries me uh, on the on the on the front side. <laughs> All right, noted. <laughs> Russell and Feathers does not have a Prince Albert. <laughs> Actually, I do, but oh gosh, but reverse, yeah, yeah, but all right, next segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh geez, and just like that, I feel like I'm gonna vomit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, you fucking Lollapalooza people. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I I wish I went to Lollapalooza in my lifetime, but. Never have. I feel oh, I feel yeah. like Lollapalooza and like the like the nineties and stuff was the time to go. Yeah, it was it was a good time. Uh I think the year I was there, like Soundgarden, the Ramones, Rancid. Oh. Uh got to see some cool stuff. I lo- I love the segue of finding out your darkest piercings to i wish i went to lollapalooza (laughs) so it works it's a good segue it is so you you go all these years just kind of you know doing things here and there just for friends and you know yeah yeah being an entertainer that way you meet your wife push comes to shove the two you start candy colt and now you're performing in front of people what um what was your first performance that you did for a crowd 
So the uh, first performance that I did, I think, was the Human Blockhead. And actually, I'd never been on stage before. So, like, I was worried about, like, having severe stage fright. I was, like, worried, you know, getting up in front of a crowd. And it's weird because Candy Cult, we've always, for some reason, we've always had a really decent crowd. Like, we've, we always have about 100, 120 people come to our shows. And we've always had that, even when we first started, which is kind of weird because, you know, word of mouth, you would think be small the very first. But uh, I was uh, nervous when I was going to get up on stage. I was going to have like stage fright and like be scared to do whatever on stage. But when I actually got up there, I was like, I felt like just do it. You just have to do it. You either do it and whatever. Or if you don't do it, you just look stupider walking up there and walking off stage so like i actually don't have any stage fright i like i actually like having a crowd and uh performing in front of people so but yeah i was worried about having stage fright at first but yeah i did the human blockhead uh just uh i would you know take the uh, i did i did it traditional with this hammer and nail and a nice screwdriver too but i would you know have people pull it out and stuff like that um just to kind of gross them out a little more. Oh, nice. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that, that was the first uh, performance I did with Candy Coat was that. And then the next one, we did the better nails and stuff like that. So when, um, when you have someone from like the crowd, someone from the crowd pulled, pulled it out. Yeah. Yeah. I have yes. someone from the crowd pull it out. I just go up to random people, whoever looks like it's going to gross them out the most. Now that's, the, that's that's how they get picked. When uh is there like a key to if anyone listening gets picked because they're grossed out to remove an object from uh your nose? Is there a key to doing it? You know, nice slow and gentle yeah, so, or uh, they just can they can yank it right out for all I care. Um <laughs> it I mean I just I just tell them pull it straight out, you know, straight out, not yeah, not at angles or anything like that, but yeah. straight out is yeah, don't, the key. Don't give it the old helicopter in there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't COVID test the nail and just yeah, swirl don't, it don't, around the nostril. Don't shove it in further, you know, that kind of thing. But Now, with the performance being, you know, as heavy into music as you are, what song was it to? Uh, I think that was actually to a dog fashion disco song. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but if you like Bungle, you'll definitely enjoy them. They uh, are in the same vein. Dog fashion disco? Yep, yep. I, They're out of Baltimore. I love uh, the name. It sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely something you'd like if you like Bungle. They definitely have a very Bungle influence. Cool. Uh, well, now I got a band to check out. <laughs> yeah. So with... The progression once that stage, uh, like the stage fright was over and everything, was it just kind of like, all right, putting the pedal to the metal with all this? And yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. And then, you know, um, first couple shows, uh, I just did Candy Cult. And then uh, me and my wife got hired to perform uh, a couple hours away from us in a town called Binghamton. It's kind of near Pennsylvania um, at a uh, drag show. They were doing like a carnival type show and uh, I did the better nails there and uh, yeah, just kind of went from there. Now, when um, 
you know, you were doing better nails, you know, human blockhead and stuff. When yeah. uh, when was it that you were like, oh, right, you know what? I'm going to try my hand at the burlesque aspect and like do that, which it it's called when it's guys do it, it's boylesque, right? Yeah, I just, I just call it I just call it burlesque, though, because it's just oh. like whatever it it, it kind of it doesn't have to really be gendered you know all right they, the term boylesque does exist but i don't i personally don't use it because i don't you know all right because i had it is, um it is a it is a thing that most male performers do call it boylesque but i just i don't i don't know it's yeah. just it's the same thing just yeah i don't have boobs all right well the, I, I had to ask just because uh like that my one friend i had on that does burlesque was like you yeah. should do boylesque i'm like what's boylesque she's like exactly what it is. i'm like I, to, yeah. I just thought it was all burlesque but all right i mean i mean it you know most male performers do call it boylesque but yeah, i don't know it's you know same shit yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but um but yeah i've, I've done a few, i did a uh, darth vader act where i had a uh, rhinestone darth vader mask that i did and i uh had a uh, lightsaber and a severed hand, Luke's severed hand, oh. that I uh, jerked off with, <laughs> and uh, jerked my lightsaber off with, and uh, you know. Then I, I also did like a a vampire act and stuff like that. I've done a few burlesque acts. Um, now, what I'm, up? I'm more comfortable doing the sideshow stuff, and uh, I like booking uh the sideshow our annual sideshow show try to book out uh various different sideshow performers from other states and stuff like that now i know you just said you know we'll, we'll revert back to the sideshow since you're more of a fan of the sideshow stuff but yeah. i wanna i i have to ask what song does darth vader jerk off with luke severed hands <laughs> I was actually uh I actually used uh the band Galactic Empire, which they're a Star Wars themed metal band. So yeah. so they do like uh so it was the uh Darth Vader's like theme music, so Good Lord. <laughs> I love the, I, world of the burlesque. And I used some uh I used some uh samples, uh voice samples from the movies and stuff like that, like uh the Luke I'm your father type of you know, stuff like that. I was about to say that had to have been in. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely in there. So, Jesus, I, I don't care what people say. I would totally watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the person who was loudest about it was a guy. So, I mean, it's I mean, I've told the story on the Angelina's episode. I'm pretty sure I told the story on uh, your wife's episode, Rosalind. It's. The ruin, like the ruin childhood. I forget the name of that show it was and everything, but I I watched a burlesque performer dressed as Helga Pataki from Hey Arnold grind on a football that was made to look <laughs> like Arnold and then lick it. And I, I just I was like, this is this is a crazy world that I am down to see yeah. whatever anyone comes out and performs with, because it's. You never know what you're gonna get. I was saying it, talking to like Rosalind and everything. It's you never know what the next act is gonna be. Yeah, and it's it's always fun to keep everything fresh and you know have people like go, holy shit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it's very much like sideshow too because it's 
where's this where's this dude gonna stick something next what's it what's what's he gonna do to his body so i know um you actually you have some dates coming up with the sideshow and everything and you're going international so yeah yeah let's talk about that so uh me and my wife both got asked to perform in uh toronto in August um, for the Something Strange Sideshow Festival, which uh, Mysterion puts on. Um, so I'm going to be uh, performing up there. I'm actually doing an act that I haven't done before because I don't know about getting a bed of nails over the Canadian border. I'm not sure if Border Patrol would like. So I'm, I'm actually going to do something where I don't have to bring that because I'm like, you know, I don't. I don't I don't have to explain to the Canadian border like what's that? Oh, and then like had to go through all that. So I don't yeah. know, like it's just wood and nails, which you would think would be fine to bring over the border, but you know, I'd rather just not have to deal with that. Especially with like a few bowling balls inside of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like well, yeah, first of all, you, I mean, you've seen it. It's like the, a trunk. They'd be like, what's in there? And then they lift it up and it's just nails. <laughs> like, Sir, I can explain. If you want, I will put on a performance for you and everyone else. Yeah, at for the, the border. whole border. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's how I performed work. my way into Canada. <laughs> yeah, that, that actually might work. I didn't even think of that. But yeah, it, I'd, I'd rather not get to the border and then that'd be like, sorry. It's like, all right, all right, son, since you got your shirt off, um, why don't you drop the pants? We need to cavity search you as well. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to be on drugs to be doing this. No. <laughs> but so yeah, it's. So we're, we're, yeah, going we're pretty to excited about uh, the August uh, performance. Um, but they have. Um, we've also got asked to uh, perform in Syracuse uh, Fashion Week coming up to uh, which I've done uh, the bed and nails in that uh, I believe last year I did in our Syracuse Fashion Week um, but we always do that kind of stuff and then we have our own like fetish ball coming up on uh, March 16th which I may perform in I'm not sure yet now when it as we said earlier and everything you do also like the lights and sound and stuff how hard how hard is it like kind of wearing all those hats while trying to prepare yourself to you know do something like do a stunt like you do so so we have a lighting person and they run the sound but uh i get all the music to them and then we uh you know make sure they have all the colors and stuff so so i'm not actually running the board i'm just helping right. them get that stuff but i do all the front of house other front of house stuff like uh setting up all the chairs for all the crowd and you know setting up all the vendors and setting up our merch and all that stuff so i do all the front of house stuff make sure all the burlesque girls are ready when we're gonna start and stuff like that so still, um, still a lot of work yeah 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 it's a the front of house stuff basically and then i it's 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 when i don't perform it's a lot easier but when i do perform it's kind of a little more hectic doing all that plus having to keep track of where i'm performing and what i'm gonna do and all that stuff 
I can imagine it's running around, getting people lined up and everything. And who's next? Who's next? It's you. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a. It's like semi stage managing, but not. Eh. I mean, it's it seems like a well oiled machine at this point, though, like to you, it's with it, like talking to like Rosalind and everything, you know, it's still like it's fresh, but it isn't. Because it's yeah, yeah. you know it's it's under a decade of doing it, but like you guys have done so many shows and outrageous shows, and as you said, everyone's been very successful. So it's like yeah, at yeah. this point, it, I feel like at this point, kind of goes like autopilot a little bit. And it's like I, I, I mean a little bit. I mean we know what we need to get done. Whereas when we first started, we were like, how do we do this? You know, we didn't really. We had a little bit of uh, like this is what you do, but never did it before so we kind of have learned and kind of you know learn as you go type of thing oh yeah we're always trying to we're always like trying to uh up our production value too like we have like a a projector we get we upgrade our lights and sound you know bought our own sound equipment buy our own lighting stuff like that so we're always trying to uh, increased production and you know we always want like with uh, even like with birch and stuff we always try to have like super high quality stuff you know yeah which by the way the t-shirt you sent me phenomenal cozy yeah and it glows <laughs> in the dark i i forgot it glows in the dark <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a little pleasant surprise you'll be wearing it one day and be outside in the dark and it'll glow yeah I literally, I'm so bad with forgetting shit glows in the dark. I have a a clown. It's actually almost like Gacy makeup on it. It's a uh, clown Boglin, the little hand puppet monster. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. I, I actually have, I actually have that. You have that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they just did like the Halloween ones a couple years ago. Yeah, I, I had it. Pumpkin one and that one. Oh man, I should I should have got the pumpkin. I think there was also one a skeleton, right? I think so. Yeah. Well, I was, I had the lights off in here. I was like in the middle of the night, uh, you know, I was walking. I'm full of a nice marijuana edible and I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, my boglin's glowing. Shit. I forgot <laughs> it did that. And now look at it. It literally says glow in the dark on the box and I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but at with, um, go back to like the production, everything the show like, they upgrading like the lights and sound like with what you guys are doing. That's very important to have like the good gear and stuff. And yeah, like, seeing um like always seeing like the flyers you're putting out and stuff like everything just like looks yeah, great. We, like on that, we aspect. always hire an artist. We always hire an artist to do our flyers, and uh, you know, we always hire out to do our flyers. So we because we want them to look as professional as possible, and we want the art to look good. So. Yeah, whenever um whenever I see like either of you like promoting like the events and stuff, it's always great like showing all showcasing all the performers and everything yeah, like yeah. that. It's very very well run, and I got I gotta get my ass up to Syracuse to, for one of the events because I need to see it. Yeah, you can you can come play one. <laughs> that would that could be fun. Well, we'll have to talk about that off the off the air. <laughs> yeah yeah well, plus it would just be fun to come up and you know see you guys and everything it'll be great yeah it's not too bad of a drive i don't think yeah, i think probably it might like be like four three or four, four hours yeah four hours probably yeah not too probably bad four. I, uh, I uh 
the Vermont last... was further. <laughs> oh yeah. The, uh, the last show I just did in, uh, New Hampshire, uh, my partner and I, I played and all that. And then I, you know, packed up and shit. Um, Marianne toilet went on and then Ozzy went on. That was like hanging around, packing up the car and everything. I think it was like 1145. I drove back through the night from New oh, Hampshire yeah. back to Jersey. <laughs> I, I'm weird like that. I love was the sun that coming up. When we hit the Garden State Parkway, the sun was coming up. And I'm just delirious as shit. I'm like, oh. And there's always this one turn when you first get into Jersey that I always mess up and it adds 10 more minutes. And I fit, I might as well add like an extra hour because I just I get so disappointed in myself. I'm like, one day you'll learn, kid. One day you'll learn. <laughs> I hate it up there, like it, it, the New York, the North Jersey area. It's just shit that pops out. I do, I do better driving around Massachusetts and stuff areas I don't know too well. Yeah, but uh, with all the shows you guys have done, what has been? I know it's hard to pick a favorite, but what has been like your favorite? Uh, well, the the our annual Carnival shows are always my favorite because they're sideshow heavy. And it booked like uh, Hot Todd Lincoln before. We booked a uh, Tinderbox Sideshow out of Kentucky. We book a bunch of different Sideshow performers. And uh, that those are always my favorite shows because it's basically my show. That's <laughs> <laughs> the wheelhouse of what you do and everything. Yeah, yeah. I like, to, I like to show the audience weird shit that they might not come for involve burlesque into it so that might be coming for the boobs but then they uh you know <laughs> coming for the boobs and then they're seeing people shove nails in them and, and lay on nails fire and, and swallowing swords and all that yeah so walking on broken glass all sorts yeah, of yeah. Fun stuff. yeah yeah we've we've had a few performers do that too yeah it's <sighs> it's like as bad as broken glasses I yeah, still, I, I still feel like I would rather do that than walk on some fucking Legos. I, I, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a true statement. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like a, that's a, I know that should be a sideshow performance. Someone walking on Legos. <laughs> Just uh, like make a bunch of like skyscrapers. And come out to Blue Oyster Cult Godzilla, come dressed as Godzilla, knock down the buildings, take off your little booties, and then just stomp and just on all. Oh, onto them. <laughs> oh God. Oh, my feet are killing me right now. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't think anybody can handle that pain. Yeah. That's probably why I know he's done it. <laughs> <laughs> I I know I've seen there's a dude he's actually out of Jersey, uh LA Beast. He's a YouTuber. He would uh -huh. do he would do like a lot of food things and stuff. He went to break the Guinness book of world record for a uh, length walked on Legos. And he had oh like, my God. I forget how long it was, but he was just barefoot walking back and forth. <laughs> and like, it was laid out. So like each time he went back and forth, they knew how much it was. I think he did like, fuck. I want to say he did a few miles. Oh my God. At the end of it, <laughs> he his probably had the sorest feet. His feet were like actually like bleeding and shit from what I remember. Yeah, it's like walking on hot coals, which I'd probably rather do. Yeah. Yeah, I I think walking on hot coals would definitely be uh, a lot better. 
with uh you know talking about these things and things oh i would rather do this i would rather do that you said working on you know uh like sword swallowing you're working on uh fire swallowing what's what's like an ultimate like i want to do this at some point in my life performance uh well well the sword swallowing is like uh definitely to start that's i really want to i really want to learn how to do that um but i've just just gotten like you know i've figured out a connection who's willing to you know help me with that and stuff so um that's something i've always wanted to be able to do because there are not a ton of sword swallowers in the world and it's kind of cool um but yeah i mean just like i just want to i just I just want to uh, perform more places like that's I want to just do all that kind of stuff for more people all over the place. That's it's kind of the dream thing. Not not necessarily one type of uh, performance. Hmm. Uh, just like I'd like to I'd like to be able to uh, increase my web repertoire to a lot of different include a lot of different acts that I can do, though. So that's why I'm trying to branch out and learn more very modest and goal you'll definitely obtain i mean you got all these things booked this year stuff going international so it's yeah yeah you know, and with everything popping up too it's you know that network is stuff you're gonna yeah, be, exactly, yeah be traveling around very quickly it's gonna pop up out of nowhere yeah yeah it's uh yeah i mean the more connections and stuff the better so i like um yeah but like like I said, uh, the Mysterion in Canada, like he invited me and my wife up there to the Something Strange Sideshow Festival like a while ago. And he just said, hey, come up uh, as a guest. And he's like, see if you like it and see if you want to perform. And we went up and I was like, of course. And he was like, all right, August 11th, you're booked. Oh, yeah. And, and that's mm. cool, too. It shows how, like you were saying, how supportive the community is and stuff, too, because it was like, Hey, just come up as a guest, check it out. And if you want in, you're in. Yeah. And I didn't know him at all. I just uh, commented on a post that he made and he messaged me. I just commented on a post like, I'd love to come up and perform sometime. And then he messaged and I did not know him whatsoever. And I, he just messaged me. I was like, hey, why don't you come up as a guest? <laughs> I mean, That's even cooler. Like it's shows you yeah. know a lot of his character but also like and i feel like that's the character with a lot of them hey come come check it out and if you want in yeah you're you're coming aboard yeah it, de it definitely uh it was definitely a great opportunity and i appreciated him uh doing that so it was like but it was it was, it was a lot of fun too we met a lot of people up there so we have a lot of canadian friends now <laughs> oh hell yeah it, i Canada, it's like I I always forget like how close Canada is. Like it's yeah. not well, we're up in Vermont. We were right there. We're we're touching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Canada for me is about uh can be to Canada in about three hours. Really? Yeah. Damn. See, only thing Tor keep him Toronto's about four hours, but to Canadian border about three. Only thing keeping me from Canada is a passport. I need to get me one. Get an of enhanced it. license. What's an enhanced license? Does Jersey not have those? Maybe that's a New York thing. 
I don't know. I don't know what Jersey's got. <laughs> I, I don't I don't have a passport either, but I have an enhanced license which can get me into Mexico and Canada. I might have to look into such a thing. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> you don't have to do anything special for it. You just pay the state a little more money. I don't know if it's just a New York thing, like I said, but I'm gonna go to the DMV tomorrow. I'd like to enhance this, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll be like oh yeah sure fifty dollars i'll be like oh that's cheap yeah i've always wanted to go to canada oh yeah it'll be fun they'll give me the license it'll just be a license with like a like a spongebob border around it or something <laughs> and a fucking matching license plate cover that i'll get it, pulled over it, for the new york one literally looks like a normal license it just says enhanced license at the top so <laughs> enhanced you can also use it for flying because you know you needed this you needed to have a certain kind of id to fly now and stuff shit huh yeah i'm, yeah. I'm genuinely curious now i mean i i always want to get a passport just to be a cool kid with a passport yeah because it's like i plan to you know i want to go to europe at some point i want yeah, i want to be... see what the world outside this heaping pile of dung we live in is yeah, that that definitely be a goal to go perform like overseas and stuff. Like that'd be that'd be that'd be awesome. But yeah, I would need a passport for that. So yeah, it's just thinking like how you brought up earlier about the bed of nails bringing over the border to Canada. It's like, yeah. how could you get a bed of nails to Europe? Like, I I uh, feel like going to Europe, you would need to do the bed of nails. A, a that would probably be super expensive to ship. I'd probably try to connect with like a sideshow performer over there and see if I can borrow one or something like that. See if they, you know, see if I can make a connection like that. Cause it might be a little easier to do something like that. I was about to say, go there and just, or, hit up. or there are mini beds of nails, which are like, you know, a little smaller. I was going to say, just go overseas. All right. Do you guys got Home Depot around here? Yeah, yeah. I just the home, put the Home Depot song on repeat. The bounce. Like that catchy <laughs> ass little jingle. And just build a whole ass bed of nails. Yeah. That, that'd be pretty cool, though. Seeing, like, going to a festival, just seeing someone constructing the bed of nails on their own. And then. Yeah, they're literally digging their own grave. They're building the bed of nails they're gonna lay on. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty funny. Like, just like I'm just gonna build it. But yeah, that would that would take that would take uh, more time that I'd probably want to spend while I was in Europe. Yeah, because if you're going there, you're gonna want to sightsee. You're gonna want to yeah yeah milk definitely. it for everything. See, we're we're not lucky enough where we could just be like ah, oh, you know what? Next week I'm gonna go to Milan. Yeah, right. Hamburg. Yeah. I want to go to London. I just want to hop on my private jets and go abroad. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> hey, maybe one day, though. You never know. The world's our oyster. And as you were saying, with, you know, connections and all that, you never know who you, you're yeah. going to meet that's going to be like, come over. Unfortunately, with the arts, the money is not, you know, <laughs> you're you're familiar, you're a performer. <laughs> Don't don't say that. I'm looking at a stack of shirts I just made that I'm like, oh man, I hope these sell. <laughs> <laughs> As I was talking to my partner, she's like, yeah, it's TikTok paid me. I'm like, oh, I mean, it's more than I've ever made off my music from Spotify and shit. <laughs> so I'm like, 
damn, they paid you that much. You're rich. You're famous. Yeah, right. You're, yeah, like one of my friends was in a signed band and he got a royalty check for like three cents. He just kept it because he was like, I'm not going to bother taking this to the bank. It's three cents. It's it's so But ridiculous. he just thought it was cool. Yeah, I think he framed it. <laughs> it's so ridiculous and they're always just doing different shit like that and everything so it's like ugh, i hate it i hate it yeah it's like they cut they paid more in postage mailing it to them than you know the actual check was worth it sucks being a performer but hey at least you know you're in that mindset of that i'm in just doing it because you love it yeah yeah exactly just yeah <laughs> perform because you like it not and then if you if you happen to make money doing it then that's the about bonus you know that's an added bonus yeah like at this uh this weekend i'm vending at a show that i'm also kind of helping run filling in for uh matt edwards who was on the pod uh i'm going to fill in i'm like helping with door and all that but i'm setting up a table to vend because i've been vending there and like two times i did it you know made out great met people you know sold stuff made you know decent amount of money but i'm like my when my buddy harry asked me he's like hey how'd you do i'm like ah, i did great i'm like regardless i could have sold jack shit but like i got to hang out you know check out awesome bands and stuff like yeah that's all that matters to me yeah definitely it's uh like i said it uh getting 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 paid to do what you like to do is an added bonus. Oh yeah, kind of going into music a little bit. Okay, it's, I feel I feel I don't know if there was anything else you want to talk about with sideshow. I anything think that we might most uh, of it. We hit we hit a, most of it. Could say we uh hit the nail in the head. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very where's the, where's the little drums little drum sound. <laughs> Oh, I'll just kind of yeah. hit that behind me. I don't know how that picked up. That sounded weird. Did I break this one too? It's ADHD behind me. I'm like, that symbol <laughs> sounds broken. Now I'm checking the symbol because I've got new ones coming. But anyway, besides the point, um, you're a huge music guy. You like all sorts of stuff. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. Talk about it briefly. What are some of like your favorite memorable shows you've been to? um let's see like uh one of my favorite shows that was actually one of the most memorable shows is kind of like you know like of course it's like a like slayer's last show like one of their last shows like it was it was awesome like you know it's like the the stage show everything was great um let's see uh anytime i've seen mike Patton, like i saw uh tomahawk I've seen Faith No More. Faith, when I saw Faith No More in New York City, um, it was in Brooklyn outside. Uh, Mike Patton jumped on my head, so that's, oh. that's a that's a uh, memorable uh, show. Um, but yeah, that was that was like when they were gone for a while, and they got back together. It was like kind of like a little reunion show. Um, it was a it was at an outdoor venue in Brooklyn. I forget the name of it, but uh, that was that was like one of my favorite shows ever. Oh. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Tomahawk was in New York at right in Times Square. That was that was an awesome show. Um, 
yeah, like I said, anytime I get to see Mike Patton, I'm I'm actually going to see it. Speaking of New Jersey and shows, I'm actually going to see uh, Dillinger Escape Plan with uh, the original singer is performing in uh, New York City in June. I'm going to that. That's going to be awesome. I think you um, I, did you message me about that? I know you were going, but I feel like you might have messaged me. But I know possibly. I know the one dude who uh bartends at uh this local bar I like going to that I always talk music with. He's big metalhead and shit. He yeah. uh he got tickets. And he's like, dude, yeah. if you want to, he always says, he's like, dude, if you want to go, I'll DD. You know, I'll get you high as shit. I'm like, dude, I am a lightweight. I won't remember the fucking show if I smoke with you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then uh, I got to recently. Uh, we went and saw Emperor in New York City uh, doing some reunion shows, and that was a good time. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of all over the place with music. Like uh, one time, I saw Social Distortion. That was like an awesome show. Um, I like punk metal, you know, I'm all over the place as far as that kind of stuff goes, but I've seen so many shows that like, it's hard to pick favorites, you know, like, Oh yeah. Um, recently went to see the band botch. They did some reunion shows. I went and seen them in Baltimore and, uh, Massachusetts, uh, in Boston. So, but yeah. And then, uh, the band Caven played, which is one of my favorite bands. They played with Botch and the Boston show, which is why I went to the Boston show, because I only had tickets to the Baltimore show, but then they got added on the Boston show. So then I went to that too. And uh, I'm actually, me and my wife are in one of their music videos because we went to a Caven show in New York City and they filmed it like a live video. And it's in, so we're in one of their music videos and stuff. Oh, that's badass. So that was cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a, I feel like, you know, knowing that we bonded over Mr. Bungle, it's like, oh, yeah, you listen to a little bit of everything. Oh, I feel yeah, like, yeah. I feel I like mean, any Bungle fan is just all over the board with what oh, they definitely, listen to. Definitely, definitely. It's like, uh, I feel like you kind of have to if you enjoy that because he's kind of all over the board with that. So, yeah. <laughs> now, if you can, if you had the opportunity, very loaded question. If you had the <laughs> opportunity to perform doing sideshow on stage, any band it has to be current band though. That is, you know, who would it be? Uh, it would probably be Mr. Bungle, you know, cause they're, uh, they definitely have the, uh, songs for that. And, uh, it'd just be cool to be, say you shared a stage with Mike Patton and with Mr. Bungle. Well, you shared um, your head with Mike Patton. Yeah, right. Right. And he <laughs> jumped on me already. But uh but yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. But uh yeah, I don't I don't I don't know what I do, like because he's crazy enough, he's doing crazy shit himself. Yeah, it, at that point it's like shit, he's gonna try and one up me, that crazy motherfucker. Probably he probably would. He he uh I know like there's one story about him like drinking piss and like doing a bunch of shit like that shit in an axel roses oj yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> i mean just look at what they did to the red hot chili peppers <laughs> yeah right it's like yeah so yeah i mean i feel like he would uh he would probably uh i'm surprised he hasn't done any of that kind of shit just because he's so crazy 
and because he's done literally everything it's like yeah, oh yeah <laughs> you know i am legend you know the noise of the things yeah that's mike Patton. <laughs> yeah he's uh he's also a voice of the uh on the video game the of uh, darkness yeah 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 he's done a lot of stuff yeah to, to have that dude's vocal range and just uh, he, vocal yeah, ability like yeah he actually has like a wider vocal range than most like pop singers than like mariah carey or any of those people he can hit more octaves than almost any pop singer damn i'm sorry i'm gonna edit these coughs out but as i said i haven't been <laughs> feeling good and like now it's hitting because it's like an hour and i'm like fuck <laughs> yeah. i'm just thinking of mike Patton's vocal range and i'm just like yeah <laughs> I, think, I think i think i read that it's nine octaves that sounds right I think it's like yeah. nine octaves. Holy shit. Like how? How? Yeah, which which I think like Mariah Carey or something I read is like five. Yeah, and it only comes around for two months out of the year. Yeah, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that would be cool. I could totally see like if Bungle started doing more tours. I I just actually yeah. listened to an interview with uh Trey Spruance, the guitarist. Yeah. Very vague with things, but like, it, like very cryptic and stuff. But it's like, yeah, it sounds like maybe down the road there's hope. But right now they're just kind of living in the, you know, what they're doing. Because he said like, you know, how like old timers, they get together, you know, they jam like the folk and bluegrass and stuff. He's like, us getting together, older, jamming. He's like. It's literally the thrash metal stuff. That's our folk and bluegrass. Yeah, right. And he was saying how like that's the bungle side that like never really had that much of a life to it because they changed so fast and said, uh, yeah, said like, you know, th people thought they would joke when they would say that they were a death metal band. Yeah, but it's weird, though, because my favorite bungle is very opposite of that. California is my favorite, and that's very mellow and kind I, of opposite of the thrash death metal stuff yeah california's like fantastic album and it's I, I always say i'm like if you're gonna listen to bungle listen to the first album the self-titled or california save yeah. disco volante for last yeah you i don't think disco volante is the album for people getting into bungle definitely <laughs> Because it's, I would say that's the weirdest out of the uh, three. It's definitely the one, like, once you're seasoned with the other two, yeah. then pop it on. See yeah. what happens. See if you like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would say that's all, that's probably also the heaviest, though, too. That probably, that probably has more of the heavier stuff. Disco Volante? Yeah. I think so, too, because figure it's got... Merry go bye bye gets insane. Yeah, which the middle of Merry go bye bye. <laughs> I want to. I want to perform to that song too eventually. <laughs> that Just would be have awesome. it be super mellow, and then have everyone go, "What the fuck?" <laughs> that was there. There was uh, which call it uh, that's on the jaws. On Carrie that one, right? Yeah, Carrie stress the jaw. Everyone I went to high school with is dead. dead. Like, yeah, that song I absolutely love. <laughs> But that was like something Trey was saying. He's like, when people get pissed off, and like I saw it in Philly when Matt and I just saw them, some dude was like 
fucking starting so much shit and even went up to i was talking i was at in line getting a uh, merch from battles because i always wanted to see them yeah. and uh like they killed it so i was all pumped and the guitarist was there so i'm like cool this dude just walks up like throwing like so pissed off he was using like homophobic slurs oh my god i'm like are you fucking kidding me man and it goes up to the battles table he's like like, why didn't you guys play anything from, like, fucking California? Like, why didn't you play, any, like, Carousel or, like, you know, going off? And he's like, uh, we're not Mr. Bungle. Yeah. And he's like, well, why don't you tell them? He's like, dude, just leave. And, like, Trace, yeah, right. he was saying, he's like, the people coming to the shows to see him, he's like, we don't have all these MIDI keyboards. We don't have any horns we don't have yeah. a percussionist we don't have this he's like mike does he even have his full vocal setup in his keyboard with samples and shit he's like if you can make those songs with basic instruments and a thrash metal band he's like i want to fucking hear it right <laughs> he's like and if you try you'll do just as good as we could and i'm like <laughs> all right i i respect it but they're they've been busting out my asses on fire so i'm happy yeah <laughs> uh, but I am I don't know um I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on. Can we uh I, I think we I think we hit on everything. I think we're probably good. Ah uh, yeah, I had I started having my little coughing fits. I'm like, oh fuck, I should have brought a halls. <laughs> Why don't you say I, I have a fucking prime and a C4 energy drink? I got water and didn't think to bring some fucking chloroseptic or a halls or something. <laughs> yeah, then you then you would just hear me in the background just, <laughs> just <laughs> someone who will never be a sword swallower. <laughs> Even though I could throw to corn dog because I fucking love corn dogs. <laughs> that there there are like the foot long hot dogs. You could you could uh bat it in some corn batter and corn dog batter and uh you know that could be a new thing. I mean, I I've I've had many a sleepless nights thinking about the corn dogs at Blackbeard's Freak Show. Those things were <laughs> delightful. Like I, I'm a picky eater, so I was worried about what there was gonna be for me to eat and all that. There was night meats, which were sweet and all that. But then like yeah. I, there was the burgers and all that. But then the moment I saw corn dogs on a sign, I probably ate about like anywhere between five to ten of those on top of other food. <laughs> I'm like, I'm bored. Well, actually, no, I wasn't bored at all. But I'm just like, you know what? I have some downtime is a better way to yeah, put it. Yeah, yeah, downtime. I yeah, have you downtime. Were, you, were, you were quite busy all weekend. <laughs> Thing was, I really wasn't. <laughs> I, I was sitting You were hanging. hosting stuff. You were playing. You were... <laughs> I mean that the thing was though it was very laid back though I, I'd play put, pack my shit in the car that was right next to the stage and then carry about my day go get a corn dog and hang out with everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I it, it was a fun time though, and you know met great people, got to meet you and Roslyn, and you know yeah, the rest yeah. of uh, well not rest of because Candy Colt is. Ever so many people, but yeah, there there were a few of us there. Yeah, yeah, you met a few, but yeah, I mean, we definitely would like to come back to a Blackbeard event and perform, but uh, you know, just logistics and gotta figure stuff out, you know. Yeah, you know, and knowing that you're only three four hours from Jersey, get something going on down yeah. here too. Yeah, 
definitely. I, uh, I might know a place or two. I mean, we're definitely open to travel. So, you know. Oh, yeah. More stuff off the yes. air. Logistics. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there then because, you know, talked about everything and don't want to go too much into your plans for these upcoming performances. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want to give anything away, but we'll segue into the little part of the show we call the Ego Trip, where anyone listening, you get your phones ready, get ready to follow some social medias. You can hit the description because I'm going to put all the links in the bio, but you have the floor to plug away where people right. can keep up to date with what you're doing with Candy Cole and get out to some of these events. All right. So my Instagram is at russellandfeathers.com. It's R-U-S-S-E-L-L-N-F-E-A-T-H-E-R-S. Um, then there's at Candy Cult Burlesque, all one word, uh, on Instagram. And then there's uh, Candy Cult Burlesque on Facebook as well. Um, I don't have TikTok or any of that. And I don't have a Russell uh, Facebook account. So just the Instagram on that. But can follow Candy Call and uh, that'll keep everyone up to date too. Oh yeah. And as I said, anyone listening, hit the bio of wherever you're listening to this podcast. You should be able to click the link right there and then you hit that follow button and you're good to go if you don't want to type it in. And I'm Nicholas Christian. You can find me at Colt underscore sure underscore on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me at terror underscore tunes, T-O-O-N-S underscore on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. TerrorTunes.bandcamp.com. It's got all my music. It's got TerrorTunes merch. It's got uh, culture merch, some custom toys I've made, my artwork, all that fun shit. And my music is streaming basically anywhere that you can listen to this podcast. But, oh yeah. Shall I call you Russell? I, I was about to say Russell and Feathers. Uh, I, I don't know how to abbreviate this. You can, you can, you can just call me Russell too. Yes. How about Russ? <laughs> I haven't gone by that, but I'm kidding. It's a possibility. <laughs> but Russell, it's been great talking to you. I'm looking forward to seeing you perform again because both you and Rosa were absolutely fantastic when I got to see you perform, and you guys are doing so much cool shit up there in New York. One more time. Plug the shows you got coming up. Uh, we have uh, March 16th uh, is our annual fetish ball, and that's in uh, Syracuse, New York at Sharky's. Um, then we have August 11th. We're going to be in Toronto at the Something Strange Sideshow Festival. Oh, yeah. And anyone looking to book, you know, you just hit up the social medias. Social media. Yep. Yeah. The Candy Coat or the Russell and Feathers. Uh, either is fine. So fantastic. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on. And thank you for having me. Oh, of course. Anytime. And everyone, thank you so much for listening. Take care. And here to play us out on this week's episode of the Culture Podcast is Jombie with their song Small Windows. Yes, we scholars only know. Is made of unexpected and empty. There's explaining. It is very nice.
Thoughts of transferring 